So this morning we, we are going to talk about friendship. And our text is Proverbs 18.24, which reads, A man of many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Now you've probably heard it said, I know I've had have many times, that this particular proverb we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother as a reference to Jesus. I would submit to you, however, that that is not directly a reference to Jesus, although it does apply. Uh, when you read the Proverbs, they are wise instructions how to live each day and deal with life each day. And that's what this is. We have some neighbors across the street they have two little kids, uh, Cassius and Kia, and they come over and visit quite often. And uh, they watch movies and play games and just visit with us. And uh, they were over the other day and Kia was talking about her, B her uh, BFF, her best friend forever. And uh, she was had another little friend that she was talking to and visiting with, and she got to talking about her BB, BFF. And the, other, the girl she, she was with, she says, well, I thought I was your BFF. And she said, you are, but so is, you know. When the proverb writer says this, that's what he's talking about. Your best friend forever. He's simply stating that in life, you have a lot of people who are, quote, friends. But when the chips are down, when life is difficult, when you need someone to be there, quite often those friends are not. They're not people you can depend on. And if you find yourself depending on those kind of friends, as the proverb writer says, you'll come to ruin because you can't depend on them. A true friend, however, will be closer to you than a brother. This message this morning is very simple, and uh, I don't think it's gonna take very long. Of course, I say that every now and then. <laughs> we'll see. The simple point of this message this morning is that we all need this kind of friend in our lives. And while, as I've said, I don't think the proverb writer was alluding to Jesus, the fact is, Jesus is such a friend. It's been said that in life, you are truly blessed if you have at least one true friend. That is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. We are truly blessed if we in fact have someone in our life, in addition to Jesus, who is that the kind of friend the proverb writer is describing here. And here's the key truth that we need to take from today. We need to be this kind of friend for someone else. I want to read something to you this morning. Uh, as I was writing this, 
message, uh, this uh, this poem came to mind, and I thought I I think I've shared that before, so I went back through some of my messages, and in fact I have shared it one time before, but it fits so well with what I want to talk about today. I want to share it again. Now, this is something I wrote back when I was in college forever ago, and I was in a in a class where they required uh, some creative writing, and uh, we were supposed to write a poem, so it could be on anything we wanted to. So I wrote this, and uh, I want to share it with you. It's called A Lesson in Friendship. Freckleface and Johnny. They used to live just down the street. Plain little boys, simple yet in some ways quite unique. Johnny, he was kind of shy and he didn't talk too much, while Freckleface was always laughing and adding a happy touch. They used to go and play all day and never have a fight. They somehow seemed to understand which one of them was right. And they talked about the strangest things when they climbed up in their tree, things like life, and death and God and what happens between the three. Sure, they had toys and rock collections and games that children play, but these two boys had something more and they explored it every day. It seems they had a closeness, a friendship true and rare, a capacity to overlook at points where others might stop and stare. One day after Sunday school, as they questioned up in their tree, how would they find each other in that vast eternity? Then, on a spark of inspiration, they quickly saw a way. And with hearts full of gladness, they made a vow that day. So Freckleface and Johnny continued their friendship true, thanking God each day for the gift between the two. But then one night, while Freckleface was sleeping in his bed, his mother knelt beside him and cupped her hands about his head. Tears were streaming down her face as she bent and held him tight. Oh, my precious little Freckleface, the angels took Johnny tonight. Freckleface has grown up now, but he never forgot his childhood friend or the vow they made that Sunday when they talked about life's end. And every day up in heaven, Johnny sits by the pearly gate. And when the angels asks, he smiles and says, I promised Freckleface I'd wait. The model of a friend. Jesus, of course, is the model of what a friend should be. Let me list some of the attributes of Jesus in which he models true friendship. 
He loves us and he illustrates this love in the following ways. He cares about our life. We're not an afterthought. We're not someone that just comes to mind every now and then. We are on his mind. He cares about our life. He empathizes with what we feel. I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl game, but uh, there was an ad during that game, and it just showed pictures of people in various circumstances of life, difficult and trying and so on. And the ad simply said about Jesus, He gets us. He does. He knows. He knows our pain. He knows what we feel. He knows what we are experiencing. He empathizes. After all, He walked among us as one of us. He knows. He is truthful with us. And He doesn't use truth to hammer us down, to make us feel bad because we were wrong. He uses truth to guide us in our struggles. He is forgiving. Our sinfulness must surely be disappointing. Perhaps even hurts his heart. After all he's done for us by giving his life on the cross to give us salvation, and yet we continue to sin. But he forgives. He is forgiving. And He is compassionate. He knows our weakness. And He doesn't condemn us for our weakness. He puts us first. In this world, it's about us. He is always working in this world, in our world, for us. He is thoughtful. He knows how to touch our life in those little ways that matter. He is patient. When we keep taking two steps forward and then three steps back, He is patient. He is faithful. He is not put off by our failures. He is not put off by our actions. He's not put off by our attitudes. It doesn't change who He is. And He is present. No matter what is going on, no matter what the situation in our life might be, whether it's good whether it's bad, He's there. He is present. Consider how He dealt with Mary and Martha. When their brother died, they had asked for Jesus to come, and He had delayed, and their brother had died. And when He got there, they complained to Jesus, 
if you had just been here, our brother wouldn't have died. But Jesus was compassionate. Compassionate. And he was also empathetic. He knew when he came, he would raise him from the dead. But he felt their pain. He empathized. And the scripture tells us he wept. James and John, when they wanted to be the ones to sit on his right hand in heaven, he was kind. He was truthful, but he was kind. Peter, who was headstrong and aggressive, who in the end denied him, with Peter, he was, he was patient. He was kind. He was caring. He was forgiving. He was compassionate. He saw in Peter what Peter could be. And for all the things that were wrong with Peter, Jesus saw the good. And he was compassionate, forgiving, caring, kind, and patient. The soldiers who gambled for his clothing at the foot of the cross. He was compassionate. He was forgiving. And he prayed, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. Yes, Jesus was and is the model of a true friend. And while Proverbs, the proverb writer wasn't talking about Jesus specifically, he was talking about the kind of friend Jesus has modeled for us. This kind of friend indeed is closer than a brother. This is the kind of friend surely we all wish we had. Maybe you have such a friend. If you do, you are blessed, truly blessed. Because sadly, most people do not have this kind of friend. But now we need to address the real question of true friendship. If you do not have someone like this in your life, it is sad, indeed. And you may well long for such a true friend. You have Jesus, of course, and there is no greater friend. But as humans living in this flesh, there is something very special, very powerful, about having another person who is 
a true friend in your life. That is something that touches us deeply. And now listen, because this is a key thought. When another human being is a true friend to you, the reality of Jesus as your friend becomes crystal clear. It is no longer just a truth you believe. It is a reality you experience at the human level. Because you see, Jesus uses people to touch people with his love. So this brings us to the crux of this message. The question is, are you a true friend? We all want a true friend, but are you a true friend? Is the reality of Jesus being expressed through you? Are you a true friend who is a true friend who cares? A true friend who empathizes? A true friend who is kind? Are you a true friend who is forgiving? Are you a true friend who is compassionate? Are you a true friend who puts them first? Are you a true friend who is thoughtful? Are you a true friend who is patient? Are you a true friend who is faithful? Are you a true friend who is present? Yes, Jesus is our greatest friend. But he wants to express that at the human level through you. I want to share a song. <clears throat> Please forgive my vocal abilities this morning. <clears throat> I've sung this song to you before but I think it's appropriate this morning. That's not the right. It's the first song. I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus. 
Since I found a friend in him so strong and true, I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. as he no one else could take the sin and darkness from me oh how much he cared for me every day he comes to me with new assurance more and more I understand his words of love but I'll never know just why he came to save me till someday I see his blessed face above no as he no one else could take the sin and darkness from me oh how much he cared for me no one ever cared for me like Jesus there's no as he no one else could take the sin and darkness from me oh how much he cared Jesus is our greatest friend. And in our humanity, we cannot perfectly emulate that. But we do have within us the ability to be a great friend. He is our example of how to be a great friend. So the question is, are you? Will you be someone's greatest friend? That's the question. How will you answer? Pray with me, please. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the friendship we have in Christ. 
for his great love. And Father, we surely want to be the same kind of friend in as much as it is possible for us to be for someone else. There is someone in our life who needs that kind that kind of friendship. Open our eyes, Father. Open our hearts. Let us see, let us understand, and let us choose to be their greatest friend. And we ask it in the name of Christ, our friend. Amen. At this time, we are going to meet the Lord at his table.